0: You are listening or watching. You are listening or watching to my wife's book, and in this episode, I'm gonna talk about professional frontend, app, and up developers tip, tips and tricks, not just for year two thousand twenty, but forever. And what I'm gonna point out here is the frontend developer perspective, and also from a little bit broader perspective about all kinds of user interfaces desktop mobile native hybrid cross-platform web gog devices and more there is a whole another subject and science and about the user interfaces the user experience and it's about covers, positions of the buttons on the screen there are studies done what colors trigger more user clicks also important is the position of the buttons and the content on the screen depending on the screen size and how these colors and position contrast to the rest of the pages and the user interface and these are just small subtle tricks that are beyond uh, just programming and I'm um, I'm mostly gonna talk about programming aspects of things so in most user interface frameworks there is an in-process soft thread. In some platforms it may be even hard operating system thread but uh, for example in Android and Java and many, many other frameworks there, there is a soft thread that handles the interactions of the users with the visual components. We as a programmers on this thread must never do something heavy, otherwise the user interface may get blocked, it may feel failed, non-responsive, stopped working. These operations may be accessing file system, file and database, network operations, computation heavy operations also loops and cycles that could overwhelm the CPU. It doesn't matter if your app is a desktop application, mobile application or any kind of a hybrid or cross platform and even it doesn't matter if it is web application. On Android for example there is a shared preferences that has a on operation a method apply and commit apply only sets it in the memory and commits it writes it to file afterwards and commits it writes the changes immediately but it also writes accesses the file system and I had experience with devices that had slow input output operations on the flash memory and I realized how these mobile devices all must be done with the best practices otherwise it is it doesn't feel good it doesn't have good user experience also what I have realized with several applications with done for clients and for me that uh, all meaningful work uh, should eventually uh, should be done locally on the file system and uh, after that, after the user has finished doing and um, the UI is uh, again accessible the app should do the, the synchronization with any backend on the background thread that is not attached to the UI. On the on Android there is a core routine or async task on the on any specific screen that could do the things locally and there is a worker manager architecture component or background service threads that could uh, synchronize the data on the backend. There is uh, also work on the web to do exactly the same. Ajax uh, set timeout and, uh, and service worker could uh, do the work in the browser in the window session but uh, the service worker also um, included they are probably not yet final all there they are not all final but uh, the web standardization organization is moving towards creating uh, a specification for background execution e- executing of stuff so it will implement the same idea of doing things locally and uh, synchronizing the work doing the work on a background thread not attached to the user so the user can get you know, so the user is not stuck sitting on a screen this is the idea and the user experience that is targeted. Flutter framework also has has features and async keyword and delay functions that uh, could uh, postpone the work to a background thread. But uh, the Kotlin framework currently doesn't have very natural way of doing the, the work in the background. It is it was until recently mostly doing the UI stuff so on the web there is service worker Ajax and timeouts always tell one of the core uh, things is always tell the user what your app is doing there are several ways to do that with uh, loading indicators circle cover, horizontal percentage indeterminate or even just saying text like loading like um, the, the actual work that the uh, the app is doing and this gives good sense of what your app is doing and not uh, doing something that it, it does not need to Disable action buttons after click. This prevents double submit and it also makes a good user experience. With some combination of loading indicators, it could uh, create super cool UI UX. Load the text based information and uh, basic UI placeholders first whenever possible afterwards more heavy components like this images videos audio or whatever that is in size beyond few few bytes like below, below 50k is is making the UI responsive def.to has a virtual visual frame that is rarely changed between screens so they cached it with service worker on the web to be displayed even if the connection is is slow. YouTube displays the squares where the images of the previews of the videos will be shown. So it creates the text first and the visual frames of things and after that the images and the videos. And probably many more good examples could be given about user experience best practices cash offline resources that are rarely changed and even data business logic business data that is important to the user and with the help of this data some information and actions may be postponed and synchronized to the cloud to a backend server afterwards. As I said before, many of my apps got got the need of this behavior. All screen change only the local copy of the data and trigger a background service synchronization. Do mostly or even only work that is presented to the user, especially in the beginning while the user has nothing displayed. I implemented in the past in several apps detect- detecting how much data could the current device show. So any device has a, an ori- orientation, has a resolution width, width and height, and of the screen, and um, we as a programmer could calculate the user interface component, the visual component, how, uh, how big it will be. So Based on these two things, the screen size and the visual component, we could decide how, in how big chunks the data could be loaded, so minimal work is done for the user to have what he has asked for. And after he has what he asked for, we could, as a programmers, we could do something after that depending of course on the need of the application for example chrome is doing just that pre-caching the links of the currently displayed page several years ago there was a technical research done by twitter about what is preferred way to do apps server-side vs client-side apps the search was showed where uh, the, the search I was done about where is better to create the HTML that is displayed in the browser on the server or and loaded with i-injects directly and placed in some place in the browser or should the browser load only the data and um, create the chunks of HTML on the client side, the result showed that at that time, in terms of speed, showing the content to the user, the, the speed of showing the content, was better in the server side approach. The server side approach is also better for search engine optimization, but uh, no matter that, it is a little that it is a little bit pale out in in, in size. Like html tags and data. In the end what uh, succeed, succeeded was the client-side approach probably because uh, devices improved in processing power RAM, uh, input-output operations on, on more advanced uh, caches and um, even one one medium class smartphone is has a more processing power and and storage than it's a lot of times more than a computer that has been now that a normal individual was using ten or twenty years ago. So computating doing computations on client side is super meaningful and it also saves server time and also there are other good, uh, good benefits of doing the things uh, on the client side. The native apps that uh, have different non-standard user interface components may display the, da- the data loaded d- uh, directly and not only display the stuff on as e- HTML. So the way things are displayed is open for modification in the future. Web was uh, is a little bit clumsy because of several reasons. UI blocks like the HTML tags, there are stylization issues and browser implementation differences. This is becoming less of a problem because of almost all browsers are based uh, on webkit and chromium but uh, it still is an issue about doing things visually in the browser so data may be cached online offline with uh, not only the purpose of displaying but also for doing some business logic so if uh, there is some business object that only depends on the offline data it could be executed without uh, on device without active internet connection and having done the rest interfaces the interfaces that open the data uh, that open the server to be hit with rest calls New ways of displaying data may be implemented without changing a single line of code on the server. It opens up ways of new ideas to be redone in the future. Dress up the same wolf the same wolf in the different in different clothing without in without changes on the back on the back end. I have probably several Applications that um, I have redone them, re- reworked them, and because I I had rest interfaces, I only implemented new user interface. So this is one cool feature of doing the things on the client side. See you here. You in next episode.